This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, our friend and trans activist Diamond Styles talks to us about uniting cis and trans women against the patriarchy, subverting the system with sex work, dating from the same pool of poop and mad other shit. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. What's up, yo? Nothing, girl. What's up with you? No, it's actually summer in New York. It's like warm and like. No, it's not warm. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> it's fucking it's hot. hot. That's what I so. That's a New York summer. It's eighty something degrees. Yes, and it's yes. the morning. Everybody, be sure you that's have on your sunblock. Hot. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it do is. you sunblock? Um, no, I do not. Okay. I've been told that I should. Yes. I've actually been sunburned yes. as a child. Mm. Um, there was a week when my mother took us to the beach every fucking day. Yes. And mom. we all got burnt, all of us. But we didn't know that we could get burnt. We went yeah. to the doctor and the doctor's like, they got sunburned. Like, we thought we were like dying. dying. <laughs> <laughs> my mother was like, not my babies. <laughs> thought we was dying. And oh the doctor was goodness. like, sunburned. Like, yes. 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 Black so. mothers, cover your black children in sunblock, please. <laughs> no matter the shade yeah, cover had, them up in the sunblock we had no idea all right well welcome to tea with queen and jay we are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time i'm queen i'm jay and, and this, this is tea with queen and jay That was that was a good out too. Yeah, I almost did a premature out. That's what I know. I saw. I got confused. I got confused. You said it was going to happen. Whenever we have a guest, I get confused and I forget where I am and what's going on. I'm very regimented, except for when I'm not and nothing matters. It's all very weird. So we do have a guest. We're going to introduce her further later. But Diamond is in the building. We will give Diamond the formal interview later. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Of um, if I'm you like, so excited to be here. Thank oh, you yes, for coming. Yes, yes. I'm so excited to have I'm you. I'm excited. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you, I gotta do a show. So if you would like to follow the conversation <laughs> being had on this podcast, you can do that by using our hashtag hashtag T with QJ. You can use it on Instagram, Twitter. Um, what is that? Insta stories, mm-hmm. wherever you use a hashtag. Actually, you could tag that shit on a wall. I don't care. Write it down. Do Please whatever tag you want. It on the wall. Use that hashtag. And also, we're asking you to use the hashtag pod in. That was a hashtag created by Barry from Pods in Color, and it helps people online find other podcasts to listen to. So when you post about us, put pod in, and then other people will find us and shit. So that's right. Those are the hashtags we need you to use today do it um per usual we are recording at the indie creative network studios be sure to check them out online at icn.dj for up to the minute content every hour on the hour new shit for us by us black folks so be sure to check that out and you can record your fucking podcast check the website to inquire about that shit do you want to tell us what libations are yes so, we we're, so we're about it. to get in libations mm-hmm. libations are when we pour some for the homies the people places and things that give us black love you could pour alcohol you could pour tea you could pour water 
pour everything except for coconut oil because that shit is slippery but pour it okay pour it out <laughs> give some love and that's what we do at libations we that's what we do give love all right cool so what are your libations Jay? um my libations this week are to actually to our homies at queer walk podcast yes. money and nikita um money had on their last episode we all actually all of our podcasts ours diamond styles i was just listening to your marsha's plate mm-hmm. um and recently with bag all of ladies the also. bag ladies yeah. right 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 with all of the um suicides the public suicide the the celebrities who have committed suicides recently a lot of us have been trying to figure out how do we talk to one another yeah, like, right how the fuck do you check in yes how do you, how do 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 you check in with people about suicide how do you talk to your friends yeah, about I, remember, suicide? I was like where's the tools i need some tools right Right, and money mm-hmm. came in, and money came in and gave us the tools, <laughs> yo. Therapist, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> On episode her podcast episode of Queer Walk, uh, episode number forty three, out at work is the name of that episode. Um, she gives kind of like a four point plan yeah. of how to check in with your friends who may be suicidal, and when you check in, what do you do when you check in with your friend to see if they're okay, and it's clear that they're not okay. Um, and so she gave, I think the the acronym is PIMP. Yeah, I love that acronym. Yeah. Pimping. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for some, I don't know, me and my weird thing with pimps, but okay. I really <laughs> enjoy All right. So it does that. Stand for that. It's, I think it was, what is it? Plan. What is it? Yes. Plan, intent, means, means, and what's the last P? Do you remember? Yeah, it is preparation. Oh, plan okay. intent means and preparation okay, okay there great, we go great, yes great. <laughs> so that's a four-point plan money goes into detail about what each of those points are and what they mean and um if you listen to that episode once again it's queer walk episode 43 out at work and she starts that conversation around minute fourteen forty. I think is when it starts. Yeah. So be sure to listen to that. And it really gives tools for checking in with our friends instead of this kind of ambiguous check in. Yeah. You know? Um, Hey girl. And then there's nothing after that. No, (laughs) no, I'm not okay. Now, now what? Oh. (laughs) And that's what I was talking about. I was like, I don't know how to engage with that. Yeah. Right, right, right. It'll be all right. 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 Well, luckily, one of our homegirls is a therapizing ass bitch, yes. and she heard mm-hmm. our cry, and so she gave a full breakdown as to how you can engage with your friends, um, check in on them, and then if they seem to be not doing okay or possibly entertaining thoughts of suicide, you can kind of assess that and communicate in a way that's helpful yeah. to them. Yes. Thanks, um, money. Yes. Thank, thank you so much, for them money. Tools, that's girls. right. That's right. Thanks Libations to Queer Walk. Tools. Did you want to give us a libation? Yeah, so I want to pour libations to everyone that I met yesterday while I was at the Carefree Black Girl Cookout. Yes. Um, everyone knows that I was hosting a vision board station there. It was really, mm. really cool. It was really nice um, meeting people that, I guess, know me from online. And also people who know me through this podcast. Lots mm-hmm. of people came up to us, which was really cool. What was the girls' podcast? Oh, One, One Boo, Boo podcast. podcast. Yeah, they had mm-hmm. come to Pod and Live, and then they came to that. Sending people to Juneteenth. You know, yeah, it was just like yeah. lots of love. So I really enjoyed that. Yes, love, love, love that. Mm-hmm. My second libation. Oh, you had something to say? No, I was just going to add to Carefree Black Girl um, Cookout. I loved it. I, mm-hmm. It was fucking great. I expected it to be a good day, but actually, I guess seeing it in practice because uh-huh. we've we've been to like other outside festival yeah. events. But I think what is special and unique to Carefree Black Girl Cookout is the way that they engage 
um, yeah, that with is the women true. who show up. Like mm-hmm. they are engaging, they're doing community stuff. It's interactive. Stuff. It's, it's interactative. very interactive. Yeah. It was girl, and it, and it wasn't like um, oppressive interactive. It mm-hmm. wasn't like hey, y'all have to come and engage in this activity. Yeah. It was like you can go chill over there and hang out. This one over here is braiding hair. Yeah. This one is teaching dance lessons. You were this doing the vision board, board stuff. Other people. There was another station they were making waist beads. There was mm-hmm. like a sister circle mm-hmm. kind of therapy right session. Right, there was just right, a lot right. going. It was on. yeah. It was it was a big sister circle and i feel like there are other events that take place that kind of say they're that but aren't really that and Mm -hmm. it's okay to be something else Mm -hmm. but just be that other thing and don't say Say that that you're this thing thing. right when when that kind of community thing Mm -hmm. is not really what it is so yeah so i I hope to see carefree black girl cookout grow and i can't wait to go next year y'all had a great fucking time and I have another libation. I just mm-hmm. want to pour libations for everyone who donated to my 5K um, that I was doing yes. for Kids Creative. I did that shit. I did not run the okay. whole time. I walked a lot of it. And I eventually I like got so slow that someone FaceTimed me and I was like, hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what you doing? I was like, oh, doing my 5K. 5K. <laughs> oh She's like, bitch, check out the phone. I was like, no, I'm close to the finish line and I'm tired. So. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But I finished it. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, so, you know, everybody knows that was a part of my staying active thing. And I'm going to continue that. But it was just nice to say, I can say I did a 5K. Mm -hmm. Like, this shit is fucking Mm -hmm. dope. And um, like everyone knows, it was for Kids Creative, an organization that provides after school and summer camp programs for kids all over New York City. So, you know, for the good cause. Because I love the kids. I love the kids. Yes. Diamond, do you have a libation? Oh, yes, I do. Um, today is Father's Day. Oh, it is yes. Father's Day. I forgot. Day. That's right. We're recording <laughs> on Father's Day. Yes. We are recording on Father's Day. I want to give libations to my godfather, Jonah. Mm-hmm. He has really stepped into the place of my father. My mm-hmm. fa- father is a fuckboy. Right. And so... He's I really has you. stepped in that void mm-hmm. and really showed up and showed out in my life. So just libation oh, to fathers wonderful. and people who feel that's that void sweet. like that. Yes, that's mm-hmm. great. Yo. I did say happy Father's Day to the daddies, but it was for different reasons. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> happy Father's Day to the happy daddies father's and the zaddies. Yes. <laughs> all the dills. All Shout out to dills. Yes, 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 all the dilfs and the zilfs. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then also, I wanted to thank everyone who listened to our Dear White People review series. Yeah, thank you all so much for that. That's still posted. So, thanks to everybody who listened along with us, who watched and listened while it was going on, and to everybody who go, goes back and listens. Like, it's good fucking content, yeah, yo. it's good. Yeah, listen it's, to that. It's good to have something to accompany whatever it is that you're fucking watching, yo. Word. So check that shit out. It's still up and it's fucking dope and people fucking loved it. Yes. So I'm going to just get into how you can donate to Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. That's right. Give us your money. Um, yes. Give us your fucking money. Donations. We would like for everyone to donate to our podcast. You can do that by going to teawithqueenandjay.com. Hit that donation tab, and there is where we give you two options. Two. We have our PayPal option. That's where you can drop in, put however much you want to put in there. There's no commitment there. You could come back however you want. Then we have our Patreon, and Patreon is where we're asking all of our listeners to give us $2. $2. If every one of y'all give Everybody. us $2. 
just two dollars mm-hmm. yo we could fucking like take over the world well not really but like we could do a lot of shit no, we could. so we could. We could. of course you can do more or less if you would like but we're just asking for two dollars and that's something that's a little more of a commitment because mm-hmm. you're subscribing so you get the money taken out every month and if you do that we shout you out on the show Yep. Yep. Get we a do. shout out. Get love on the show. That's right. And that is how you can donate and help us sustain and progress this pod. Kiss. That is right. So speaking of donations. Speaking of ways to donate, we got a bunch of donations this past week. Thank you all. We have new patrons. So um Alana actually upped their pledge big time. So thank you so much, Alana. Thanks, Alana. We really truly appreciate that. It's incredibly helpful. And Deborah signed up to Patreon. So thank you so much, Deborah. We appreciate you. Um and we got new PayPal donations from Charnel. Charnel says just a donation for you guys for giving me the language to speak about my experiences and making me feel grounded when it seems like the rest of the world is intent on collectively gaslighting us thank you Chanel. and then alana came back and hit us in the paypal on top oh, of shit, being a patron alana. that's right thanks alana Play. and alana says you two are everything and your work is vital thank, thank you so you. much alana and this is the last week that our eventbrite was open for our juneteenth celebration that's taking place if you're listening to this on the tuesday that it drops happy juneteenth juneteenth is today we will be celebrating that this evening in nyc at 6 p.m at three bleaker that's von bar at three bleaker so definitely come through we will be there if you've rsvp'd please come through we're looking forward to seeing you it's super exciting it's gonna be a turn up it's gonna be a good time like the kids say it's gonna be a movie that's right right. juneteenth after work kickback um and so we had a few people this week who donated to our juneteenth event or donated on that event link and that is jennifer maxim and jasmine so thank you thank you for breaking us off yo We, we appreciate that shit and it will help us to continue to keep events like this free yes right yep 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 all right so um, you ready to get into the show? Let's get into the show. Let's do this. All right. So like we said earlier, we have a special guest. Our guest is Diamond. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me do my proper intro. So Diamond Styles is a premier voice of the trans community. She has been a fighter for trans rights since 1999 when she won a First Amendment victory against Indianapolis public school system when they tried to stop her from going to prom in a gown. She was the first openly transgender woman to attend Jackson State University. Diamond is the principal host of Marsha's Plate Podcast, where three friends share culture, opinions, and perspectives through a black trans womanist lens. Come the fuck through <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming, Diamond. I am so happy to be here. We're so excited to yes. have you. Goodness, I'm still tempted to sing the intro to your podcast. <laughs> go, but go ahead. Go, I'm not. Go for it. It will be all right. <laughs> <laughs> that um, diamond sings by the fucking sings, way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
I'm mm-hmm. like, it will be all right. That's yeah. so comforting. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into the show. We're going to be talking to Diamond. Diamond's hanging out with us. She is here. Um, Diamond, what kind of tea are you drinking? I am drinking Tezo's Passion. Oh, oh excuse us. Details. Diamond will come in here with the passion. And it's shit. my favorite. It's fruity. <laughs> it's tea. And okay. just delicious. Yes. Yummy. Okay. I'm just drinking black tea. Okay. That's, you, know, you know. Keep it black. This regular and... standard, you know. Mm-hmm. Black tea. All right. I'm drinking a lemon ginger tea. It was the only non-celestial seasonings tea. So <laughs> I chose that one. You know, we don't drink celestial here. Because they have eugenics background. And yeah. Yeah. Pro- questionable, problematic background. So yeah. here we are. Here we are with our tea. Okay. Pronouns. Um, what are your pronouns? My pronouns are she and her. Okay. Diamond. My pronouns are required and not preferred. And they're mm. she and her. That's right. Okay. <laughs> coming fucking through. Yes, Required, yes. bitches. Yeah. <laughs> um, my required pronouns are she, her, and they. What? Let's see. What are we? What are we affirming for ourselves this week? Okay, so I am affirming that I'm a bad bitch. Yes. I'm affirming that I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I'm affirming that I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm it a- will be <laughs> alright. <laughs> it will be alright. Yes, no, I'm affirming that this is going to be a very great and fruitful summer. Oh, um, yes. I just with the podcast, with my magazine, with my personal life, with my all of my mm-hmm. life, all the pieces of my life. I just feel like this summer is just going to be great and fruitful for it, and everything's going to shine yes, and all of that stuff. Like so that. I'm like really excited for summer, even though I'm not a person who likes heat too much. Okay. But you know what? It is what it is, bitch. And I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. fucking flourish and shit. Flourish. Mm-hmm. So that's what I affirmed that I'm going to flourish and shit. I like that, Donna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have affirmations. Um. <clears throat> Senses. We're recording on Father's Day. I'm mm-hmm. going to go back to Father's mm-hmm. Day. Okay. I affirm that single mothers can talk all the fucking shit they want on Father's Day yes. about, being, about being the father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hello. If they have a deadbeat ass baby daddy, they can talk all the Hello. shit they want yes. and you shouldn't be defending them. Plot twist. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Give them hell. <laughs> Yes, yes. I, would, I would like to affirm that. <laughs> okay. And I would like to affirm, as always, I'm not a lady. I am enough. And this summer, I'm cute. I'm financially stable. And I'm abundantly healthy and wealthy. Yes. So those are my affirmations. Yes. Okay, okay. All right. So we wanted to have Diamond on for the longest time. Yes, for but the longest. Diamond is finally here, and we thought that it would be a good time since we kind of always talk around sex work. We mm-hmm. always okay. we always talk. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that we are pro sex work, but we don't have any experience actually with sex work. Gotcha. Um, How so. Huh? <laughs> do you have experience because we've been doing 159 episodes of this <laughs> and you ain't said nothing if you was a sex working ass bitch you wasn't gonna, you didn't offer any any insight you told you was a home right a <laughs> <laughs> what, what, is, what is this what is no this? i was just i was just being no. i was just being stupid okay. i may have danced a little something but not like mm. not like okay not, you know all yeah, right you know. 
made made some change at a bachelor party. Okay, take take over now. (laughs) Go on. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah. So that is like one of the huge like reasons. Not why you're here. It's a benefit, but it's a great conversation that we wanted to have with you Mm -hmm. because we knew that you would have the knowledge to school us and also school our listeners on things that Jay and I just don't have the things or the the tools or whatever. Mm -hmm. The range. um, Yeah, we don't have the range. Mm -hmm. Basically, is what Mm -hmm. that is. So yeah, we wanted to talk to you about those things. So one of the things that to relate it to what's happening currently is Nicki Minaj mm. and her current L interview where she said, actually, I'm just going to read what she said. Okay. okay. And this is what L magazine. Yes. Maybe I was naive, but I didn't realize how many girls were modern day prostitutes. Whether you're a stripper or whether you're an Instagram girl, these girls are so beautiful and they have so much to offer. But I started finding out that you give them a couple of thousand dollars and you can have sex with them. I was like, yikes. It's just sad that they don't know their worth. It makes me sad as a woman and it makes me sad that maybe I've contributed to that in some way. I can't look down on these girls. I may not be having sex with people, but I'm selling sex appeal. I just don't know if the girls who look at me think that when I'm posting a sexy picture... That sense doesn't make no sense. It probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not sounding sensible. Right? That's its own sentence. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm moving to the next sentence. Um, I'm actually the antithesis of all of that. I'm more Oh, of, no, I get the last sentence now. Sorry. I'm actually the antithesis of all of that. I'm more of, like, the snobby girl, like, the, uh, what type I'm, of girl. I'm my eyes every and I want the girls, and I want girls to be like that. I'd rather you be called snobby or a bitch or conceited. I'd rather you be called that than easy and a hoe and a slut. Mm. So, end quote. Okay. Um, looking at these well, faces. I, I, I appreciate her under acknowledging that she has some responsibility with her platform. Mm-hmm. That's about as good as it gets. So I was, that was very kind. I, know, I was about. I was I'm glad about, you found I something. Was, no, but I feel listening to your show, you are very like. Um, you always find something to like. Something nice. Something nice. kind. Something yes. positive. And yeah. then she fucks you up. Right. <laughs> Right, right, right. So, you lead with curiosity and humility. Yeah, I learned that, yeah. I learned that in retail. Uh. <laughs> um, but the problem is, um, everybody's reasoning getting into sex work is not the same. Right. There are some people who it is about survival. So that thousand dollars they ca- they are getting. She said a couple. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. like, I, I don't, use... I don't make a couple thousand dollars in an evening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I could use that, and it can change somebody's situation really right. drastically. That that thousand dollars in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then there are some people who they know their worth, and because they know their worth, they want to fuck. Hello. And I want to make some money because of Absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. This is my choice. It's consensual. I like it. Yeah. It's not about my self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Now, are there people out here who it is about their self-esteem? They, they haven't been taught their worth and some guy got them into it yeah. or, you know, yes, there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And they do. They deserve help, but they don't deserve judgment. Right. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve... Um, somebody on at her stature looking down on them yeah and telling them how they should live and telling them how they should be um i think it was just a better way to say that coming from someone like her who has used Mm -hmm. sex and sexuality who sells sex absolutely her whole platform is about sex so 
for her to look down on sex work mm-hmm. or to differentiate herself as in I do other sex shit, but I don't do that. Like I don't be fucking right. Like how does that sit with you? I think people have to understand that if you you are you are using sexuality to gain something, you're in sex work. <laughs> <laughs> Like, whether you're Mm -hmm. dancing or fucking Mm -hmm. or a wife, I I don't feel like fucking, but I need this dishwasher. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to fuck my husband so Mm -hmm. he to get him in a good mood to ask for the dishwasher. Mm -hmm. Uh That's sex work, baby. Uh I'm just married to your your trick. (laughs) Hello. 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 You're using your body, using your sexuality to get some type of gain. Yeah. And. Nicki Minaj, you are clearly mm-hmm. you got a whole ass video called Anaconda yeah. to get attention. Mm-hmm. This it's like, come on, you use sex mm-hmm. to for financial gain. For financial gain, yeah, right. that's what it is. You're in right. sex work, yeah. Mm-hmm. You just don't fuck. That's it. That's the thing that I kind <laughs> of want. I appreciate you saying is that people think sex work, sex work is only fucking for money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm at a like, club. I'm I'm taking a hundred, two hundred. I'm on a whole stroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. That's not what it is. It's yeah. many things involved. Phone sex. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I would even say like finessing niggas out of money mm-hmm. to think they're going to get some pussy out of you. Mm-hmm. That's sex work too. Right. <laughs> I'll be doing right. that. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so uh-huh. sometimes when we think we haven't participated, we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I need an extra $200 for my rent. Let me, mm-hmm. I, I'm ready for this date. I've been yeah. turning you down mm-hmm. for all this time, but I'm ready for this date so I can have this conversation <laughs> about the things that I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Exactly. sex work, baby. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when people talk about sex work and the why women do it, they don't uh-huh. generally address the way that women are shut out of work, mm-hmm. you know, just regular work. Absolutely. Or mm-hmm. how the workforce treats us just in general yeah. or how the wage gap affects us in these ways where, you know, some our hustle is a pussy or our right. hustle is those things. So I, I, it annoys me when I see people leave that part out of the conversation, Absolutely. like how the world isn't contributing in a way that wouldn't, make the option not be that all the time mm-hmm. so well, like why I, I don't not? think they're leaving it out because um i think th- they don't trust black women right. so when we tell them yeah. that we're being pushed out of jobs mm-hmm. or we can't get a job because our hair because we they think we got an attitude and we really don't yeah they mm-hmm. think whatever it is they don't believe us mm-hmm. just like when we talk about sexual assault they just don't believe, believe us, us. Right. and yeah. so i don't think it they're leaving it out because they consciously know it it's just that they don't Understand, don't believe us, and don't think that our experience is real. Mm-hmm. So it's easy for them to leave that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And sex work has been, mm, I don't know, I haven't really thought this out, but let me mm-hmm. kind of play with it. So, sex work, in the same ways that uh, white people use police as um, the arm of white supremacy mm-hmm. to regulate. control us and oh, regulate. I feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm about, I feeling whatever y'all be feeling in church. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like throughout history, black women and women in general, but because we're black, we talk about black women, mm-hmm. has used sex work 
as the counter to that. Right. To subvert mm-hmm. that to white subvert supremacist it. arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even in um, in the so at one point we had absolutely no choice. We are property. You do what you want with our bodies. Yeah. OK. Then when some things happen, some organizing happened, we got a little bit of change and now we're a sharecropper. So now I might can charge you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know you still lust after me because uh-huh. y'all want to pretend y'all don't like us and we dirty and da 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 mm-hmm. But y'all been fucking us for centuries. Right. Mm-hmm. So you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so now that I'm out and under your property, kinda, mm-hmm. I got a little bit of wiggle room to be able kind of negotiate differently. Yeah. And then we go into another era and it's the same thing. We've seen this all, um, Sarah Bartman, mm-hmm. you know, you know, even though we kind of say that she was Oh, they put her on display, but she also was getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not a lot. Of course, yeah. we know she was being exploited, mm-hmm. but she was getting paid to survive by being put on display. Yeah. You know, kind of mm-hmm. circus wise. That's not a good place to be. Right. But it's still a little bit of something that she might not have got if we were back previous to her mm-hmm. being a little bit free. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So we've always used this as a tool to help us survive it's something yeah. you know we're way past that now mm-hmm. in regards to um being forced mm-hmm. where, where there was absolutely no choice yeah. but as time goes on and we progress it just get better and better and better to where we don't have to yeah you make me think of why i hate when people talk about instagram girls so mm-hmm. much because it's, it's just like that they're using that little bit that's a new way to negotiate exactly and how dare these bitches negotiate and have agency right, mm-hmm. right, right. you know whatever so oh, i always get yeah. annoyed when people like talk about instagram girls in that way mm-hmm. and it kind of goes back to that crabs in the barrel mentality of like when you see someone being free in a way that you didn't realize that you, you could, could be, be free, free yeah it scares you it offends mm-hmm. you and you end up kind of um, like turning on that, like saying, well, how how dare that black person live that way, standing up straight? Who's that? Who's that nigga riding on that nag? Riding yeah, on that nag. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Who's that? So um, when it comes to sex work and we see women using their bodies to gain capital, using their bodies to gain a foothold in this white supremacist, mm-hmm. patriarchal capitalist system. People judge that yeah. because they say, well, I, I didn't choose that route or I can't because I'm, it's just not, I'm just not built that way to do it mm-hmm. or whatever morals I have is stopping me from doing this thing or, or I've done, I've been living my life in this particular straight way and you but, found a way yeah, around it. Exactly. How dare I've, you? I've been using this respectability. Right. Um, and doing it the, in quotations, right way mm-hmm. and all, doing all this hard work in this way. And for some reason, people always think sex work is like mad easy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I've been working hard and doing it the mm-hmm. right way and being respectable and here this bitch go over here. And all she did was mm-hmm. shake her ass mm-hmm. and she mm-hmm. got whatever whatever whatever, easily you know and it's like Mm -hmm. nah that shit not easy right and it goes back to within white supremacist patriarchal capitalism the ranking system right there always has to be somebody on the bottom Bottom. and so if i'm respectable and if i carry myself in this way then my ranking should be higher Higher. and Mm -hmm. my income should be higher and i should have more power within this system it also it goes back you to should even, have you should have more likes you know right like, i should have more likes something right, as simple exactly. as a absolutely like. and it yeah. goes it also uh touches on um the fight for 15 and the fight for yeah. like a, a fair a living minimum wage yeah and those people who are saying oh well i got an associate's degree or i got this degree or whatever i shouldn't 
you shouldn't make this amount of money just for working at McDonald's or just for doing yeah. whatever, when whatever. I did the work to get right, my right, degree. right. It's all mm-hmm. of it's all of us who are so hung up on working within the system mm-hmm. to to manage the system exactly. of white supremacy that get really uncomfortable when people operate outside, outside of, of that or exactly. subvert the system. Yeah, you know, totally. One of the things that I kind of I wanted to bring out, especially in a space where I'm sharing it with cis women. Mm -hmm. There was a trans woman back in the day, like in the 20s, and her name was Lucy Henderson Hicks. And she ran a brothel, Mm -hmm. multiple ones. Mm -hmm. And so when I first heard about her, I just was like, oh, she ran a whole house. And, you know, she had the reason why she was popular because she did. She was doing this marriage case because she had said that she um, was married. She had got Mm -hmm. married twice and they were trying to get her for perjury. Mm-hmm. The state was trying to get her for okay. perjury because if you were born a boy, you can't be married. And da 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 da. So this is back in the twenties. She was fighting. So when the gays get act like it's their 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 victory, uh-huh. understanding that somebody had already started right. this victory for you. Yeah. And a black woman. A black woman. Yeah. As always. And, mm-hmm. and so she. I, when I first heard about it, that's what I thought it was. But what I didn't know, speaking of. People using um, sexual prowess to get power. She was in cahoots with a lot of the white bankers. She was in cahoots with a lot of the white um, investors Mm -hmm. in the town that she lived in. Mm -hmm. Like when they wanted to throw parties to impress people, Uh they would call her to get the girls to come. Mm. And let's booze these people up and Mm -hmm. get their money. Mm -hmm. And so when she got arrested... The people in the town, white people, uh-huh. bailed her out mm. of jail. Mm-hmm. So think about a black trans woman in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no way if she would she would have been treated in this way unless she had something to offer them. Yeah. And so if she just was a regular person, oh, just throw that nigger away. Mm-hmm. That cross-dressing nigger. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, but because she has put her foothold in the the people who got the power, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she now has a certain level of privilege that right. she wouldn't have as a black woman mm-hmm, in the twenties, nineteen twenty, a black trans woman yeah. in the twenties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, for me, I thought that was a perfect example of how. And she would, she would all the reason why her the girls that were loyal to her and most of the girls were cis women, yeah, um, was loyal to her is because it wasn't about. It was about them making a way. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, I know if I get locked up, she going to come and bail me out. Right. She got the power in the pool. It's not like a pimp. She just taking yeah. all mm-hmm. my stuff. Exactly. It's like, you know, we are working together in tandem to make this work for us. Mm-hmm. And now we have the power in this little small town and city and it's working for us. And mm-hmm. I think I think that was a perfect example of trans women and cis women working together, yes. using sex work, sex mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. to gain power in a system trying to make it work. Yeah. And I just kind of wanted to bring that up. Yeah. So, yeah. we told y'all we ain't had the range. <laughs> <laughs> we like to yeah. be honest with that. Yeah. We like to be honest with that. Something else that you had mentioned in our earlier discussions about this topic and I guess the relationship between cis and trans women was the conditioning of cis women to fear people with penises as predators mm-hmm. and how that can affect their engagement with trans women. Did you want to talk about that a little oh, bit? Oh, sure. So I am a part of um, Black Trans Women, Inc. Mm-hmm. And we are 
we we run this conference. I'm on the board of that committee, and yeah. we run this conference called BTAC, Black Trans Advocacy Conference. And it's just a conference that's every year in Dallas that where we teach parents, um, healthcare providers, anybody in the community that gives services to trans people how to do that mm-hmm. in a more effective way yeah. without traumatizing them, re-traumatizing them. Yeah. <laughs> so... One of the thing, one of the, in the very, we've been going for like seven years. One of the, I think it was like year two, a cis woman did a workshop called Bridging the Gap Between Trans Women and Cis Women. Mm-hmm. And one of the things she said, one of the bathroom issue came up, you know, when you talk to trans women. One of the reasons why I started my podcast is because when they were talking to trans women during the 2016 election, all they wanted to talk about was the bathroom issue. Mm-hmm. And we had, we got homelessness, we mm-hmm. got diseases, we got healthcare issues, we mm-hmm. got... Um, Fucking homicide. Homicide, mm-hmm. suicide, so many Work things. Workforce. Workforce, <laughs> so many yeah. things. And I'm like, bathroom, mm-hmm. what? Not that that's not something to talk about, but that's the only thing you're going to talk about? As <laughs> soon as the mic was in a trans woman's face, it's like, what do you think about the bathroom? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like... so anyway it was annoying so i wanted to create a platform so i'm doing for for myself and to Mm -hmm. talk about other things so we were talking about the bathroom issue and she was like and i didn't think about it from this perspective Mm -hmm. because i didn't i was conditioned to be a male Mm -hmm. because i was raised by my mom who didn't know i was trans Uh you know and children don't come with instruction manuals and you know so she was doing the best she can and so she the the cis woman who ran the workshop she basically was saying that um she was conditioned to fear men Mm -hmm. because men are trash are trash and predatory and you know she says i've every woman in my family has been molested by uncle or Mm -hmm. brother something she was like so it just you were conditioned to fear them Mm -hmm. and so prior to me meeting trans women if i went into a bathroom with a trans woman I would be fearful, like mm-hmm. literally it would be something that I would be fearful about, yeah. you know, and she was and she's from the South. So mm-hmm. she's so how they maneuver in like a bigger city is different. She was yeah. like, I feel like maybe if I was in a bigger, bigger city, I would have came in contact with them more right. and, you know, learned a little bit more. But mm-hmm. it was a point. She said, I didn't meet a trans woman until I was in my 20s mm-hmm. and late 20s. And she was like, so. And it was weird. Everybody was kind of making it seem like it was a weird thing. And so I knew I would have been fearful. Yeah. She was like coming, growing and learning from trans women changed my mind and unconditioned me out of that. And I didn't until she said it and vocalized it. I didn't really realize that I'm in my mind. I'm like, why would I, you be scared of me? I'm just coming to the bathroom. Yeah. You know, I'm thinking like, I'm, I just need to take uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why would you? Why would that? Why would you think I would be doing something to you? Mm-hmm. And then I had to think, yeah, we are conditioned, yeah, to you know, to be fearful of them, and that's mm-hmm. something that I needed to be understanding. Now, that's not everybody's case. Some people mm-hmm. are just bigots, yeah. and they're just trying to police you because right. they're against your lifestyle. But, mm-hmm. um, but her particularly in having that conversation with her and just. The power of having these kind of honest conversation is mm. not being judged and her feeling not that she can just be honest about it. Mm-hmm. I think it changed my mind about it. It changed my, not my mind about whether we should go in the bathroom yeah. or not, but my mind about understanding maybe somebody's point of view and being, um, and having those conversations. Cause I used to just shut down. Yeah. I used to be like, what bitch? <laughs> bathroom? Right. <laughs> Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even have the conversation. So now I'm a little bit more open to engage in honest 
dialogue with okay. somebody about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, th- I think that I think the dialogue is important. Mm-hmm. I think just just if you don't have any trans friends and you just have these yeah. things in your head. I think it's inappropriate. I think it's, we we as black women we know how that goes. If yeah. if a in in a racial aspect, mm. a white woman got these whole built up things about black women, yep. and you're not even giving us a, a chance for you to know us and understand that no, we're not all a monolith. Yeah, we got a lot of different stuff going on. So mm. even if that stereotype could be based in some kind of truth, yeah. <laughs> right. but you know, I feel like um, the dialogue is really really important and. Mm. Um, that was a great question. Mm. That's interesting. That is interesting. We are from a big city, so I had never yeah. thought of it in, in that, that way. way. I was also thinking it's just a fucking bathroom. Just fucking like mm-hmm. get over it. But um, And I think it's also for me anyway, that as I learned more and more about like binaries and gender and stuff, I don't when I meet trans women, I see a I'm thinking of a woman. Right. I'm not thinking of someone who is formerly living as a male presenting person. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm not even thinking of that piece when it comes to like them being in a bathroom with mm-hmm. me. Um, right. For me as a woman. So right. I get that for some people they are on different parts of understanding yeah. trans lives mm-hmm. and those things. So I, I could get it from there, but yeah. that's probably another reason why my first thought wasn't like, girl, that's just a woman. Shut up. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> cause that's what that is for me. But that took time for me to get there mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. you know, Okay, so I have to do my Googles now because, and I mean, I guess I rarely, I rarely am in situations or I also rarely put myself in situations where I have to confront people who feel that way because Mm -hmm. get out of my face with that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But I would say as a cis woman, it's my responsibility to put myself in those situations where I could have those conversations so that the labor is not on trans women. Yeah. Of explaining those things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't thank me yet. I have not done that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've I've done it when it's come up, Mm -hmm. but I, I, I have tailored my social media experience for the most part so that I don't encounter a lot of that. But it is, it is my responsibility as a cis woman to, you know, I've had that conversation with with a coworker, black man who he was like, he felt safe having that conversation with me. Um, And I'm like, I don't have the range, Mm -hmm. but and honestly, it's just like things that I learned from you. And like Mm -hmm. when we were together in South by, I didn't, you spoke of your boyhood mm-hmm. and it was like, for me, like, wow. Cause usually when a lot of the information that I get from trans people, is, this is a trans woman. This is a woman. This is a woman, you know, like this yeah. is a woman, this is a woman. You don't, this is a woman. So when I heard you mention boyhood for me, it was, I guess it made me understand more of that this life journey i mm-hmm. guess if that makes that, that's sense a, that is a layer yeah you gotta mm-hmm. understand that. i think um, when we when i brought up the boyhood is when we were talking about um wakanda yeah and yeah. when um t'challa was fighting um mbaku mm-hmm. the, fir- the first mm-hmm. well, he only yeah. fought him once the first time yeah. and the mama was like mm-hmm. show me who you are, you are. Yes. <laughs> and yes. i remember being a little boy mm-hmm. nine years old and my mother giving me that popeye strength when i'm fighting mm-hmm. <laughs> and i don't i can't see my mother doing that with a little girl right. because they tell little girls no don't fight you don't mm-hmm. fight you don't yeah. get dirty da, da, da. Yeah. but i had freedom i had the freedom that a male child has to mm-hmm. go out throw rocks to buildings mm-hmm. get dirty right. not have to cross my legs 
um, even the sexual freedom. Like I wasn't, yeah, I me doing something nasty was wouldn't be. Oh, why are you being fast? Mm-hmm. It yeah. wouldn't be that. It would be like ah, you're so silly. Right. Boys yeah. will be boys. Yeah, you know if yeah. that's what it would be. So I cannot erase. Yes, I'm, as I stand in front of you, yeah. I'm a woman. This yes. is this is how how I navigate my space. But I cannot erase those experiences and, and act like those experiences does not and, inform me now. And you're mm-hmm. the first time that I was with a trans person around the trans person who said that and mm-hmm. it wasn't like a um like you said like an erasure thing or like a mm-hmm. something that wasn't supposed to be talked about you right. know if that makes any sense that mm-hmm. was like the first time that I saw that or experienced that or even heard it cuz I don't even see that when I read about people right. in their trans lives it's mm-hmm. always about the struggle right and then when they came out and then their life as right. they're out right but never like they don't address the sex the gender that the world assigns them and yeah. that kind of like regular kind of mm-hmm. like way exactly you know but it also comes with you guys making me feel right i was gonna, like i was, I was in a gonna safe talk space. about safe spaces okay. right also yeah. yeah because i think that it has been we're at a certain stage of our lives now um that we're here and i've said this before on the podcast we're here and we stand we're standing on the backs this is like the work of other trans people yes. before yes. diamond totally. who right. we knew having who had yes. encountered us right. before we were providing safe spaces yeah. and being decent like not transphobic human beings yes. right. um so i can't think of i don't know that i have the, the trans people that i encountered earlier in my life i don't know i'm positive that i didn't provide a safe oh, I'm space su- i'm sure i did for it. them mm-hmm to even go there with yeah. me because I, I i did not and i was I, I was never and and just to make the distinction i was never um anti trans in the sense of one would think like i don't want them to exist yeah, i don't you, want them yeah, to exist you, but i was transphobic in the shit that i would say saying yeah. sideways stuff or whatever or just Same. not um not I guess centering myself as a cis person in very toxic ways. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, um, and giving them work. Right. Mm-hmm. Giving them right. work. Well, I yes. don't get this. I don't, right. you know, yes. and, and that so kind it of was way. right. Right. So the trans people that, that I encountered and especially it was especially challenging. If I met a trans person that showed up as trans, it was in my brain, it was easy and that was done. It was no, as a transphobic person, it wasn't any it wasn't any work for me to do. It was like, right. oh, okay, this is a trans person. That's it. Yes. This is this is what it is. They are whoever they tell me are, yeah. and that's fine. But also I have experienced people who I knew before their transition or yes. before their coming out who and I didn't make it easy exactly. for. You know what I'm saying? Because as a st- straight cis woman, I didn't understand. I understood and I loved you as this way. How are we doing this? Or, okay, so now you're mm-hmm. transitioning, but now the way you're transitioning is ma- is weird for me or your, whatever. How come your change or transition has to be my transition? You know, like, mm-hmm. why yeah. do... So stuff like that. Things right, like that right, right. that I would never fucking say. Right. So the, now, the comfort... But... the com- Or think now. Yeah, you know exactly, it's, exactly. It's not about not saying. I don't even think that way yeah, anymore. But just like the comfort... Um, for trans people or the freedom to get past just the basic level like these are my fucking pronouns this is who i am now whatever it's like when when is the freedom 
to even get to yes i had a boyhood or whatever like yeah. mm-hmm. if 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 who they're talking to doesn't even understand the basics of transness how can you we be comfortable your enough how to can get, i show up with, yes. as my whole self exactly. yes. because i gotta yes. emphasize exactly. i gotta emphasize woman 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 exactly. woman, 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 woman because just so you, you can get it because you don't fucking get he, it he his yes. his he he right. him him he and i'm right. like right. you're not letting me get to yeah. share my truth you're mm-hmm. not letting me get to share my whole self and how, what I bring, what I right. fully bring to the table, mm-hmm. uh, and me and um, my co-host was talking about this not on the show, but just in in our general conversations, how how we were discussing our feelings when we are on the hormones that we're on, mm-hmm. like how our mind works in regards to when testosterone is in our system mm-hmm. as, as opposed to when estrogen is in our system. Mm-hmm. And I have a trans man on my show too, and he can share when estrogen is in, in his system mm-hmm. and testosterone and the difference in it, I think that that's uh, that information is really right. Can right, help right. Yeah. assist mm-hmm. people and how yeah. that works, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Cause I remember just in regards to like sex, like when testosterone is in your system, like it's really hard. Like it's really, there's no excuse for any kind of mm-hmm. like bad behavior, right, right, right. but it is really, it is really a challenge to focus when you are, your testosterone is high mm-hmm. and like much, much more challenging to focus. And so like, you got to go rub one out. You got to, you got to do mm-hmm. something to take that edge off. Uh-huh. And I think that sometimes people don't understand that. Right. And it's so many things that um I think that we can offer in regards to cis Mm-hmm. relationship yeah, that right, that we right, experience right. that nobody else because we're in a un- unique position mm-hmm. yes. that nobody else experiences exactly. Exactly. and if you if I'm too busy in the 101 trans 101 stage I can't get to 201 yes. I can't get to 401 yes. I can't tell you all of these things I can't yeah. get to the deeper mm-hmm. level because mm-hmm. you're not letting me right right I had a trans friend just to speak to like the different experiences tell me that their experience after transition as a man when interacting with children now is different is right right very different so like they would engage with children the same way they would before transition so it's creepy right seeing somebody's child and being like oh my goodness what an adorable kid yes yes and maybe bending down and saying hello when as a woman that is less um threatening Threatening. right but because men tend to there's there they have a reputation Mm -hmm. to be for being trash and creepy and harmful that for a strange man to be like hey look who's kid is this how cute they got candy (laughs) (laughs) it's fucking creepy it's fucking and it's just something that i had never considered because Mm -hmm. my thought process when it comes to gender had been so okay you're a man and you're a woman and not thinking of like the intersections of those experiences Mm -hmm. and just the change and the different ways that we engage with the world so that to me was really insightful and honestly i find it when it comes to um movement building against the patriarchy and and for equal personhood and shit like that i find insights like that to be very helpful yeah you know like how can we how can we work to dismantle white supremacist patriarchal capitalism if we're not using all of the insight that we have you know what i'm saying all the resources that we have exactly um, and and so like when you brought up talked about hormones and everyone knows i'm sciencey me being a cis woman i'm not gonna you're gonna know way more or understand way more about hormones and how they affect you 
more than me because I'm living in this cis body and all the hormonal changes that I'm having are just the ones that I'm just going to have my whole life mm-hmm. because I'm this cis woman. Right. But someone who is trans is going to have some insight, like huge insight that I would never have. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's education there that no one is tapping into right. because right. we still on one on one. Because you don't care. Because <laughs> right. right. you don't care. And, yeah. I, and, and I don't want you really to exist. So yeah, why should I study you? Yeah. Why should I study you? Why should I care about your experience? Yes. I just feel like you're weird and you shouldn't exist. It's against the Bible. It, and sometimes people don't even know that their hate for us is religious based. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Because so sometimes. many people are culturally whatever their religion was mm-hmm. and forget that, oh, this old shit that I have, this is uh-huh. based on my fucking religious beliefs Absolutely. from way back when or whatever. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you're right. And then even in context, like if thinking about like the Bible, like when like there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about eunuchs and eunuchs in back in the day, mm-hmm. I think it's Matthew nineteen twenty two. Okay, come with um, the scripture. Um, where jesus directly was saying that if a eunuch chose that life then that's okay for them to accept it Mm -hmm. and eunuchs were the that was the word for the trans people sometimes they chose to be eunuchs Mm -hmm. sometimes they were forced to be eunuchs sometimes you know that was like the word in that era Mm -hmm. and so most people don't even know that scripture and when i bring up the scripture they like Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't know that most scripture people exists. Don't, most people don't yeah. know a lot of scriptures. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we've been around for so long, and and I think they, I think just like Nicki Minaj, that shit with Nicki Minaj, I think you're saying old ass fucking talking yeah. points uh-huh. that you've heard somebody else say. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's old and it's played out, and you gotta move a little to the left yeah. you need to you need to you need grow to do that. that grow past mm-hmm. that and you've yeah. got to be intentional about growing right. past it mm-hmm. and right. you can't grow by not becoming friends with trans folks mm-hmm. yeah you can't mm-hmm. you can't do it from afar mm-hmm. it makes me think of all the turfs out there yeah the fucking uh, trans exclusive radical feminist bitches yeah and so um, and, and even them so sometimes when i listen to them i give i think that there is a space that should be only cis. Hmm. I think that there are women's spaces that should be only cis. And it's funny that we're talking about it because I talk about it on the show that's coming out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, better, say, yeah. Gonna, so I think listen. that there are certain spaces that I feel like cis women should be centered. Like, for, for example, reproductive justice spaces. Mm-hmm. I am supportive of it. I am pro-choice. Mm-hmm. I am... I, I'm, 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 I'm for it, but I'm not going to come in a space as a trans woman and kind of lead this conversation right. and center myself. Well, I should be here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a woman too. Mm-hmm. I'm a woman too. Uh-huh. I, I would be yeah. like, what? Like that was, that's so weird to me. Yeah. And I'm right. like, this is a specific space that really affects this women in a much, much different way. Yeah. So let them have their room let them talk and i'm gonna sit here as an ally and say right on Mm -hmm. that's what it is i feel like there are spaces that should be only trans women i feel Mm -hmm. like there should be spaces where people should have the room to be comfortable and so when they talk about it in that regard i understand like there should be cis only cis women only spaces it's only like four people talking about it (laughs) it's only like and three of us are here <laughs> so exactly. right, right, right. So yeah. I get their grievances sometimes, but I don't get it when they try to make us just men, mm-hmm. just men trying well, to take space think, from women. I think a part of the problem with that is it goes back to white feminism, and I think that a lot of white feminism is centered around um, vagina, their private parts, 
and is centered around ironically yeah. right <laughs> right yeah. right like i am not my body but i'm my body right yeah. right yeah. right any right. protest they they love putting uteruses on side. they love anything yeah. with the this vagina. is about minimum wage why do you yeah. have a uterus right because white woman why do you thing. have that that's the thing with white feminism they don't see any of the other issues aside from what immediately this is a fight for them. 15 march mm-hmm. no no you they got don't, a uterus. They don't. They yeah. don't see any of With that stuff. With a fifteen dollar bill on it, like. <laughs> and I think a lot of their goals, white feminists, um, with white feminism, is to mimic the oppressor and to mm-hmm. mimic white supremacist patriarchal capitalism in the ways that white men white center men their dicks yeah. and, and shit like that. I feel like that's what a lot of white feminism ends up being. So I agree with you. I never mm-hmm. had really thought about that. Um, so I agree with you in that regard. Um, about like having space for those things mm-hmm. it's just gets it gets so weird and unfortunate that these turfs i feel like they center that conversation mm-hmm. over everything yeah you know yeah, what i'm they're saying like, they're the whole tip yes. they, they're like they yes, yes yeah they're yes. the whole they whole tips the of the white of, yes <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah they that's a uterus of everything mm-hmm. like yeah this mm-hmm. fucking banana symbol. yeah it's, it's really weird and it makes it it makes it hard for me. Like when you first said that, I didn't know what you meant. I was like, "Well, what space would I need to be?" I trusted Diamond. Ex- no, I trust. <laughs> but I was, I was like, "Okay, where's it going? Where's it going with this?" Um, but, but it's also it's because I I reject so much of white feminism, and uh-huh. they're so fucking obsessed with their vaginas yeah. that yeah. it gets hard for me to even remember that we have reproductive justice issues or whatever. That you know. I don't pay as much attention to because there's always some white feminist foaming at the mouth who doesn't want me to make equal pay, who doesn't care about anything mm-hmm. else uterus, except for their vaginas and their everything. uterus. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, as a womanist, as a black ass feminist, I have to remember that I can I can focus on all of those things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. no, that's a good point. That's yeah, good I point. think a a girl went viral um, talking about. God, what was she talking about, man? She she's on the Grapevine show. Her oh, name is. Um, I, wish I, remember. I don't remember the names. God, I can't remember. She's had braids, and mm-hmm. she was talking about Bruno Mars. Okay, oh that one, that yeah, one with the braids. We we got into it a couple of years ago. Oh, and she was a YouTuber, and I was a YouTuber, and um, she was on her turf stuff, and she mm. was like. And she just was on, we have to have, trans women don't need to be in our spaces. And she's since deleted the video. And I responded to her. But I responded to her, like I just said, I feel you're right in certain Mm -hmm. areas. But certain things, your talking points aren't right. Like, Mm -hmm. it's certain things that you're talking about that I'm like, yes, I agree. I think that's a cis space. Because we were talking about, she was talking about reproductive. Yes, that's a cis space. I think it should be centered around you. But she was also using, if I fucked you and um, your penis has been in me and you transition, I'm not going to call you a woman. Oh, my God. (laughs) what does it have to do with a space it was she just went to some other random place Mm -hmm. and i just didn't understand it and she ended up blocking me because i was like what we didn't argue anything but i was like what Mm -hmm. and and she's she was one of them Mm -hmm. and i was like "Mm." yeah sometimes it just some people aren't worth your time to Mm -hmm. to they're not ready for the information. Right, right, right. Like right. they can be woke as fuck, but they're just not ready mm-hmm. for the information. Mm-hmm. Um, they feel like you're just crazy. Um, 
you you just want to change yeah break down the black man and black yeah. woman <laughs> relationship that's the thing that annoys me too as, as if trans people still can't reproduce you know like uh, right. you're not you're right. not what are they fucking yes. up Yes. yes. Like yes. Yes. Gay people yes. also can still reproduce. Still like, reproduce. what the fuck are you stopping? Can still reproduce. Can still Everybody, reproduce. Mm-hmm. listen to the last episode. We'll put the link to that. The last episode of Marsha's Plate of your podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a conversation about. I don't want to spoil it here, but there was uh-huh. a conversation about that very thing exactly. amongst trans people. Can still reproduce. So yeah, it's it's still a thing. Um, but also, I wonder about like when we talk about um privilege uh, and stuff. Again, I agree with, with what you're saying in terms of like um how reproduct conversations about reproductive or cis um women and reproduction or whatever those spaces should be for cis women but like it makes me think about that kind of um non-existent threat right Mm -hmm. because what trans woman is like i need to be here you know what i'm saying like there's not really that movement does not really exist i've heard it happening though that's why i've heard it happening but it wasn't about it wasn't about i want to be in this reproductive kind i want to be in this space that you're putting me out and they were white i was about to ask i was just about to ask how that sound like some white bitch stuff that was not a trans woman of color no that sounds like entitled white woman yeah, this is a room and I should be inside. Yes. Like that. Okay, yeah, I was right, I was right. just They're used to ask. trying to conquer and yeah, exploit. Exactly. And yeah. That's what yes. I'm used to doing. Got so. it. Got it. Got <laughs> what? You're keeping me out? <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Oh gosh. Oh, <laughs> um, um yeah, so we did just speak about trans people reproducing because you know mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. they still can yep. um, and it makes me think about dating um, and relationships and all of those things right because you cannot trans women are not in a box mm-hmm. they are we date cis women mm-hmm. we date trans men mm-hmm. and if you have the parts that can create babies mm-hmm. <laughs> and you put in the parts that together that yeah. can create babies mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it don't matter what the identity is it don't matter how you're presenting right. if a penis is going into a vagina. Whoever owns the penis and mm-hmm. vagina, mm-hmm. it can uh, make babies. Baby can be made. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know trans women with babies. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't birth Hello. them, of course, but right. they had them. Right. So this makes me think of you posted something on Facebook a while ago, mm-hmm. and you were saying how you opened your dating your dating sites or apps mm-hmm. for men and women. Right, because I put by. So I was mm-hmm. talking to. Um, Deandre Morris, and he's a trans man um, that used to be a professor at Columbia, but I think he works for um, the New York Department of Health now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were having conversations about me opening up to different things. And he was like, um, did you change your dating sites? Like, did mm. you? It ain't real unless you change your dating sites. <laughs> <laughs> So that's what I did. I went to my dating sites and I put by and it has not been fruitful because the cis women that I'm in contact with, they dry as fuck. <laughs> and it may be I'm trying to get them to maneuver. I'm trying to expect them to maneuver like men, maybe. Uh, and maybe uh-huh. they're not. Yeah. But um yeah, I'm used to being chased. So yeah. if and then the ones that are aggressive enough to chase, they're real 
fuckboy type. Right. They fuckboy. Right, right, you're right. chasing me in the fuckboy way, and I yeah, like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, even that. Sometimes you get a little bit more fluid as you get older. Because yeah. this was not me at 16, 17, 18, 19, early 20s. Right. Yeah. I, I like big black dicks. That's all <laughs> I like. I everything else. I'm, mm-hmm. I what? <laughs> but now it's like, you know, you you can't learn and educate yourself about um, the binary and how fluid sexuality is and not open up. It's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, how can I and not explore and feel and I start feeling like I was boxed in in regards to my options and we know how trash mm-hmm. Stuff can be out here. Yeah. So, you know, it was like, hmm, well, let me try some other options. But I had to learn. Yeah. I, I learned that. Because my, my, because of my boyhood. Yeah. And what I thought was supposed to happen as a woman, mm-hmm. I validated my womanhood based on my relationship. I know cis women do, cis women do mm-hmm. this too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but based on if you, what kind of woman are you if you, if no man has not claimed you? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that was my, that was my, this whole movie romantic of what I was supposed to be. Like mm-hmm. I wanted this, oh, I'm supposed to fall in love like this, like yeah. this movie did. And, you know, and I had, basically a rude awakening like baby you are that's that's hard for a cis woman first yeah, of all yeah. but you are a whole trans woman and baby that's not usually how it works for you it's <laughs> so many obstacles that yeah. comes in that. and so once i had to realize once i realized that i had to be like you know well let me make some adjustment to my mindset about yeah. what i want what i expect and you know it, it i had to open up about you know these rules that you had in your teenage years and early 20s they're going to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have changed. Mm-hmm. You've learned. You've grown. You've lived. And that fluidity is real. Mm-hmm. Explore it. Don't be ashamed to explore it. Yeah. You did not come from one box to jump into another box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. went from this box to be free. Yeah. And right. so that was about me trying to express my freedom and explore. Mm-hmm. And so in that, exploration, in, in that exploration, things can happen. You can have children. You can. Yeah do that <laughs> so you're having trouble dating cis women on the apps yeah i know i know it's because i'm um i'm expecting them to, mm-hmm. to pursue I'm ex- you in a like way. yeah in a certain right, way right, and right, so right, right. um yeah mm-hmm. like dry mm-hmm. like we'll have comment it'll be hey how you doing mm-hmm. oh how was your day mm-hmm it's great. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it was wonderful. What you do today? I went to work. And, oh, God. You know, oh, yeah, that sounds so like, fucking dry. Oh, so dry. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then. Well, if it's any constellations, that's what my sis, sis, woman mm-hmm. conversations are like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, shut the so, fuck. Yeah. If it's, it's any constellation when lesbian women approach me, that's also how conversations <laughs> Yeah, I'll be like, maybe I'll explore this, but I'm not going to do any work. So. <laughs> and I think I'm right. like, yeah, should I, should I yeah. engage a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> so if they ask me a question, I'll be like, yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm not. It's just going to be dry because I'm straight. So <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah. cute enough for me to text you back, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well. Sorry. We'll see. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, sorry, we have nothing to offer in that in that realm. Speaking of dating, 
and sex and babies since we talked about all the things. Mm-hmm. Um, something else that you mentioned off mic was our connection as cis women and trans women, our connection as women in the struggle against HIV. Yeah. And I, I want to mm. say black women and women of color in particular because we have really high rates yes. Yes. Um, compared to others. What were you thinking in terms of that? Like what? So uh, in my past, not recently, but in my past, I have heard things that I would as that my particular life experiences had taught me. A lot of cis women, because they don't think of us as women, they do not understand how close we are related in our lived experience. Mm. Um, Of course, there are absolutely differences. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But when it comes to dating men, our pool is the same. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like because men who identify that men who date me identify with being straight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like gay men don't look at me and say, Ooh, they like men. Yeah. And I don't present as a man. I don't that's not what it yes. is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're gay men that explore, you know, they do that. But mm-hmm. usually straight men are attracted to me. Because mm-hmm. when they see me walking down the street, they just assume yeah. I'm cis. Yeah. So when so uh, I see I, I hear I, in my past when I was a fuck girl and fucking bitches mans and and doing this kind of stuff i would hear them in the costume i done fucked your nigga a million times Mm. and and i would hear them say well i just know my man wouldn't do that because boom and i'm like "Hmm, Mm. interesting yeah and i think that i think those mindsets really disconnected from us puts them at a higher risk because they don't believe that they're at risk because they be like oh well that's a gay thing that's Mm -hmm, and you know of course they assume that if you be with a trans woman, you're gay. Yeah. And you know, so they're they don't feel like we are in the same league. Like anybody who's gonna be attracted to you is not gonna be attracted to me. Because yeah. I'm yeah. a I'm a real woman. Yeah. Right. That's the language that they're As gonna use. As if we walk around with like just vaginas open. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Exactly. If that's what you think yeah. woman woman yeah. this is. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I, I feel like some of the I think if we be honest about our, we can get to the solution faster if we're honest about how much we are connected Yeah. Mm-hmm. in regards to, because um, our rates are high, new cases are rising, and it's like, like, can we work on this together if we totally are separated, making thing, making everybody think that you're over here and I'm over here, we're not going to learn from each other yeah, at all. Yeah, that's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Diamond. Mm-hmm. Shit. Like we said. <laughs> I'm still digesting. Yeah. <laughs> this has been a lot of information. Mm-hmm. We did not have the range. We will continue to not have the range <laughs> <laughs> in this subject matter. Um, we thank you for listening to this. We recommend that you check out Marsha's Plate, Black Trans Talk. That is Diamond Styles, Mia Mix, and Z's podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I love it. I listen to it every fucking week. Me too. And I learn something new. Me and they're too. hilarious. Um, <laughs> I really, really enjoy that shit. Uh, also, 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 what? also, mm-hmm. Diamond is doing a poise review series. Yes. That oh I fucking live for. It's so good. Um, she has a different <laughs> host for this one yes it's um, my actual roommate so z and mia live oh, okay. together oh, okay. my actual roommate is brandon and, okay and he's always in the background you sometimes can uh-huh. hear him in the background <laughs> with marching plate is recording but uh-huh. yeah i decided because this 
the the show centers trans and queer guys mm-hmm. that it would be better to have me and him right uh-huh, yeah right, right. Mm-hmm. no i gotcha. really i love it i've learned a lot i learned just a from lot. The, the first episode and the i first knew i would episode. right I, knew I would when i watched the show i knew i liked it i was like i'm i need mm-hmm. i need y'all input yeah yeah i appreciate that right, right my right. sis ass <laughs> just gonna be looking like ooh, they pretty and like yeah, yeah. not really knowing yeah. the context I kind of, of the things i was talking remember Remember the guy who commented on the thing? Yes. And I got you. You know, yeah, we, yeah, that's can you niggas tell us what you're talking about, please? <laughs> Explain it. Um, so I tweeted that. Like right. I need I need I need Marsh's plate to like Oh, okay, I did see some to, of that. To, to okay. like have a series because they, I know they're gonna teach me some shit. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the exact tweet, but something like mm-hmm. that. And then I um I listened to our show, tweeted in, and what did he say? I can't he was remember. just like on some Almost like token trans friends stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yes, like, you should have a trans friend. That's not the exact words, yeah. but it was, no, but and it he was clarif- real token. Right, he clarified. I remember. Yeah, right yeah he now. did. He, he clarified. Did. That's yeah. not. That's, that wasn't his intention. That's not yeah. what he meant. Yeah. Um, we were like, hmm. Right. And, and I knew what Queen was saying. I was like, oh, I think. But once he had clarified, I was like, yeah. Right. So this here it goes. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I got what he was saying, mm-hmm. and what I was thinking about, what it made me think about. Yeah. So you're a queer woman. Mm-hmm. Right, yes. you identify with that. Yes. What? So, <laughs> so, so some some queer women that are culturally cis, mm-hmm. they they kind of separate themselves from the gay community, mm. and it it seems almost like. Um, I kind of wanted to kind of talk about that to see what your mindset was. It okay. it's almost like the straight men who identify don't deal identify with the gay community at all at all but they do queer stuff Mm -hmm. and sometimes queer women they they don't consider themselves queer but they're doing queer things so like i like that you brought this up so that was me for a really long time because Mm. i think that when it comes to my attraction to women it's just sexual gotcha it has i haven't really had romantic attraction to women gotcha so for me it was just like i'm just a freak i just be fucking <laughs> and and that's allowed and that's okay for women yeah in a way that it's not allowed for men absolutely yeah. you know? so absolutely. for a lot of my life that's just you know i'll just be fucking and as i got older and developed um got language for it um learned that you can be bisexual and mm-hmm. not be um what do they call it heteroromantic like yes. when i got the language and the verbiage for these things, i'm like oh bitch you queer so mm-hmm. that's how it came for me to to like realize that but i think that a lot of and then i'm straight presenting mm-hmm. i'm cis so there's a lot of things i don't have to do or have to right. deal with or have to like champion because it's safe because mm-hmm. i look mm-hmm. like a straight and all the rights that you need you have yeah mm-hmm. yes right. yes mm-hmm. because of um as far as sexuality and gender is concerned like i'm born to gender i present and I'm straight presenting, so no one looks at me and thinks that I'm a threat in that way. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I never had to champion for those things. Um. So like in my past life, it wasn't that I was distancing myself. Like that's not my shit. I didn't know. I didn't know that that was my shit. Right. If that makes that makes you know. total sense. But I think there are people who know that is their shit. And still mm-hmm. distance themselves from it. Yeah. Um, because And then and people react I would think I would think people will react to you different since you're you're saying this is just a sexual thing for me. Yeah. And so especially in this patriarchal world, mm-hmm. looking somebody looking at that, 
because it's just sexual, it's, they would feel like, oh, that's okay. It's a lot, yeah. of, it's a lot of ignorance because even uh-huh. myself, I used to call her a party lesbian. I mean, like, oh, <laughs> you're just a party lesbian. You're not like queer. And not that it made any difference mm-hmm. to me. Like if she was queer, it was fine. But just in terms of my understanding of sexuality, it's like, right. oh, you go to a party and you kiss a girl sometimes or, oh, every, you know, whatever, once a month you fuck a bitch. That's, oh, you're a party lesbian. That's for fun. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know what I mean? That's yeah. not a part of like, who you are you know what i'm saying and that's the exact language right what you just said is Mm -hmm. the exact language that the men have right they just don't have the freedom so when when they come and fetishize me and i allow it (laughs) (laughs) for your coins or for for whatever for my coins or for my nut oh your pleasure (laughs) exactly so when when i allow it and we get to have those conversations where you know they can't talk about this to, with anybody else right. so they get to have this th- literal free therapy session with mm-hmm. a let, nut involved mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this free therapy session and they say those exact words they was like you know that's just not my bag mm-hmm. but i just like to do this because i'm a freak this is yeah. freaky and nobody's gonna understand it mm-hmm. i can't tell people i can't talk to my homeboys about it yeah. even though i done been through groups of niggas <laughs> that all, all of y'all suck dick <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't talk right. about it to each other, but y'all do because I've been all right. I, fucked, I fucked your brother, your father. <laughs> I know y'all do. Y'all need right. to talk, reading together. Come on, talk. Oh no, that's hilarious. <laughs> but they'll have they won't have anybody to talk to about because it's it's not as men. Toxic masculinity yes. has men in a box mm-hmm. where they cannot be fluid. So they, when they ex, when their these fluid feelings come, yeah, <laughs> they have to sneak and do it. Yeah, and then so. even even like from my experience, like I've always been okay with that fluidity, mm-hmm. but because of things like that, being called a party lesbian mm-hmm. or like you don't really like girls, or, you know, <laughs> like hearing those things from people made me think like maybe I don't really like girls. Is this a part of me? Am right. I just being nasty? Am it just because it's, if I found a guy who just licked my pussy the best forever, would I not fuck with him? You know, like just all right. of these things. All these things. Because the outside world is telling me, like, you don't really be doing that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, but I do. Like, I tell you all my sex stories. Like, what are you talking <laughs> about? You know, like that. So it, it, it sounds like a party to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then it's also people. Because of a lot of our understanding of sexuality are these boxes. So you're bi, that's a box. You're straight, Mm -hmm. that's a box. You're gay, that's a box. Mm -hmm. And because my box was not a box, Mm -hmm. I thought that I didn't exist Mm -hmm. in that space. Because I don't really have a box. I don't know what... I just be like I like to have sex, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And the, who am I attracted? Who am I attracted to sexually is not something that is limited to just men. Right. Um, but because bi was supposed to look like one thing, I was like, I'm probably not bi because I don't be wanting to, like I don't want them to be my girlfriend and shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. So it, it it was like a weird alienation mm. that I experienced um, when it comes to that. You know. Oh, bitch, we're supposed to be interviewing you. Like, what I just, I wanted to know. <laughs> I wanted to know. You know. Oh, I'm here. The fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> On that note. On that note. Check out Poise. That's, check oh, out Poise. Poise. I always say Poise. I had an eye all the time. Yes. Check out the, um, 
reviews that uh, do you have a different name for the poise reviews? Pose. Oh, God damn it. I don't know. I don't know why I add an eye. <laughs> I add an eye. It's called Marsha's Plate Review and then it's in my color. Pose. Pose. Yes. Okay. Right. They're wonderful. They're fucking excellent. Check them I out. I love them. Mm-hmm. That is on that's available on iTunes, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Where, where, where you find a podcast? Yes. 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 Yeah. All right, cool. Diamond's gonna continue to hang out with us. You wanna take a break? Right yes, now? let's take a little break. Right, cool. Money, money, money. <laughs> money do you know what this year is um what's this year well it's 2018 but do you know what 2018 is all about what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year. your money yes so, give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so, so how do they give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. Sometimes and, twice um, a week. Yeah, yo. <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations. Um, we definitely can. Absolutely. So how can you do that? You can go to our website, tvthqueenandj.com. Hit that donate tab. Mm-hmm. And we have two options there. So two! Can, two! You become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice. Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again. <laughs> All the time. Yes. So that that was wild informative. So I'm going to just go ahead and say we did news. It's not news. Okay. Because a lot of that was news to me. So that shit is covered. Um, do you have a pay black women this week? Yes, I do. So, today's Play Black Woman is actually, I was on a date with a woman. And, oh, now um, she's talking to bitches. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I see you flew well, through. you know, I'm, I'm like, diamond. We just like, you know, just to see what's out there. See what's out there. So, I was on a date with a woman. And the way that you get to Naima's heart, Queen's heart, is mm-hmm. by saying, oh, we're going to this black-owned business. Hey. <laughs> I'll be like, all right. Like yes. it could be a fucking food truck. I'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a cute date. Like, <laughs> that's funny. Um, so we ended up going to Harlem Hops, and Harlem Hops is owned by Kim Harris, Stacy Lee, and Kevin Bradford. Kevin mm-hmm. Bradford is male, but whatever. Okay. And um, they actually have a bar that sells craft beers and wines, and they also have finger foods and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, this is the first. This is the first craft beer bar in Harlem. Okay. Um, craft beers is. Thank you for defining that. Because I was just about <laughs> I to saw ask. your face. Go on. When I was writing it, I was like, Jay's gonna ask. Let me craft find beer. out. Thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm about to get into my nerd shit. Well, there is such and such on this street, and such and such on this street. What's the difference? Well, crafts, craft beer, craft beers have different flavors and how okay. they're brewed and how they're created and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So craft beers are like the different flavors and the different ways of which there's ipas it's it's 
basically different ways to you don't cook beers mm-hmm. but different ways to prepare beers are they in there preparing their own beers they're not there? preparing them okay and the, there's not it's not a brewery it's, okay it's a bar got it i don't know where they get their beer from though okay but um yeah so it's, if right. you're a person into beer you know what i'm talking about got it i'm not a huge mm. beer person I do drink. I drink whatever is available. What did you drink when you were there? They well, we did flights, so that's with different beers. You can oh, try little samples. Yeah, we Cute. did those. I like more of the cider side because mm-hmm. that's sweeter. As you get to the IPOs or whatever they call them, IPA. that's bitter, mm-hmm. bitter as fuck. I was like, why does it taste like I'm drinking a beard? Like. <laughs> 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 straight up fucking beard oh, <laughs> so when i was there i actually met kim harris she's hey. one of the owners all right um, she was really really nice she just walked up and introduced herself to me like hi oh, are you enjoying yourself oh, this this i didn't even know it was hers i was like yeah i'm enjoying my in my head i'm like yeah i'm enjoying myself <laughs> like, <laughs> y'all know like, i don't like people talking to me That's so i was like funny. yeah i'm enjoying myself you know whatever um i was like um, then um the person i was with was like oh this is um her i'm like oh this is yours it's beautiful you know whatever mm-hmm. so then it made sense while she was talking to me because y'all know i'm weird like that <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, yes. but yes i really enjoyed the place the woman who decorated i didn't get her name because i was like this place is beautiful she said oh she's the interior decorator another nice. black woman Ow. it was just fucking dope so um they actually just opened on june 9th so it's fairly fairly new mm-hmm. um so go out and support them they're located on 22268 adam clayton power boulevard and for old school hall and people that seventh avenue i don't i don't got time <laughs> for that shit i don't i seventh all right that's funny. right okay. 133rd and 7th that's what we, right. that's what we say and they also have a website mm-hmm. um harlemhops.com cool so yo if you're out. white come uptown or if you live in connecticut or long island come through and you know you white motherfuckers in home. harlem you white motherfuckers in right harlem. but i wasn't talking to them go there the rest of you give them your money come through and then take your shit and go the don't fuck invite them they're not gonna leave who invites new roaches that's a good point (laughs) to the picnic that's a good point that's a good point that's a good point i'm just saying all right never mind (laughs) never mind yeah send us your money we'll go there all right just do that just do that are you ready to get into the pit yes let's get into the pits Triple X has got to be more dangerous, deadlier, more attitude. Who the fuck is this asshole? Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. Say what one more goddamn time. All right, let's get into the pit. Oh, Lord. Um, so, my pit. So, uh, in my introduction, you said that I was the first trans woman to go to Jackson State University. So, mm-hmm. this week, mm-hmm. some, but this was back in, I graduated in 04. Mm-hmm. My old. Mm-hmm. Uh, they a guy that I so he was really really nice to me my freshman year he was a sophomore mm-hmm. really really nice never rude da, da 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 he we were out when he became a junior and I was a sophomore his girlfriend from high school comes to the school as well and she mm-hmm. is like um a freshman mm-hmm. so we're out and we're partying on a saturday and so everybody's like oh let's go get some drinks so we don't get we don't gotta go to school tomorrow so let's get some drinks and everybody yeah. chip in da 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 he was the one that was old enough to buy drinks mm-hmm. okay. so everybody gave him the money in the moment he says hey come with me to the store because and i in the moment because i'm not conditioned to fear men yeah <laughs> i didn't think of this as anything yeah. right. and so i get in his car and so 
my my woke mind about sexual assault now, I would have cl- said this is sexual assault. Right. Yeah. But I was 18, 19 yeah. at this time mm-hmm. and my womanhood was validated in how men came on to me right. mm-hmm. so right. them doing some rapey ass shit to me mm-hmm. was like "Ooh, you think i'm a woman you like right. me yeah. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> because my conditioning was to yeah. you know like that yeah so he gets me his car and he's trying to fill me up and pull his dick out and da 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 but what what the problem now and at this time also i had no loyalties to nobody mm-hmm. in my previous to this but his girlfriend had become like this ally. Like she yeah. was really defensive of me mm-hmm. because she was from Detroit, a bigger city that had, she had been yeah. exposed to trans mm-hmm. people. So when people would try to bully, tease, da, 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 she would be like, yo, go mm-hmm. sit your ass down. And, yeah. you know, really defensive of defending me. And so I've, in this moment, being the good girl, being, a, I decided to be a good girl and say, no, I'm not going to mess with this girl's man. She's mm-hmm. been really nice to me and really da 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 da. I'm just going to leave it alone. Yeah. So it was so much, so much, so much, so much. So years later, anyway, wait, wait, wait. Right at that moment, we, um, she leaves school. Mm-hmm. And never come back. So in my mind, I was like, damn, I could have got that dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Since I'm never, I ain't going to see you ever again. I could have experienced it. And I wanted to experience right. it. Right. But right. I right. thought we was going to be friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I could have got. So it was a regret. Me, me trying to be a good girl. Yeah. It was a regret. So my YouTube is about me telling stories about my life. So yeah. one of those stories I tell, and that story I tell mm-hmm. um, is called The Regrets of a Good Girl, uh, The Romantic Regrets of a Good Girl. Yeah. And so I tell the story and I tell all the details of it. And I guess that it was like six years ago that I posted. I've been yeah. on YouTube for like 10 years. Yeah. And it was like six years ago. And I guess somebody from our college found the video. Some stalking ass motherfucker, right? Like, and like Jay, because because in my head I was like, what kind of moron? <laughs> and then no, I do be getting into yeah. like a little wormhole. Mm-hmm. No, that's me. Okay, yes. all right, you're right. You're right. So somebody sent him the video. Now, mind you, he's married with children with the same girl. <gasps> Now, even in college, he was a slut bucket. Right. He, he dealt with other girls. She found out about it. Mm-hmm. He just was that. Yeah. But she ended up marrying him, have a baby about him. They still marry. Mm-hmm. So he finds me like three months ago. Mm-hmm. And he's in my inbox trying to get pictures and trying to, oh. you know, get, mm-hmm. you know, real fly and mm-hmm. da, 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 da. So I'm like, I'm kind of dusting him down. But. So the conversation dries out. So I'm going to mm-hmm. quick speed this up. Conversation dries out. He hits me up yesterday and says, hey, you did a video about me about three years ago. Can you take it down? Mm-mm. And I say, why? Did I tell any lies? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, you didn't tell no lies, but... I don't need people knowing all about that. I'm like, well, I'm not taking it down. Yeah. Because this is my experience. It's not lies. Mm-hmm. It's the truth. Yeah. And... I'm not going to be loyal to your closet shit. I'm right. not going to be yes. loyal to... And his name is not in it. Yes, everything is in it. <laughs> Anybody, that's why they were able to send it to him. 
because Stop. every detail, Stop. like where he was from, his oh name, the car, Stop. his Don't wife's care. name. Oh my! God. Because it was so many years of when I posted it, yeah. it had been passed. It was shit. That was in. 2002 right right and so right. i'm just telling a story i'm thinking and i didn't give any last we'll put the link to that in the show notes so. <laughs> i'm just kidding we won't we won't so and so i i felt like he was trying to bully me into um not sharing my story yeah and i was like you know i'm gonna throw you in a pit because mm-hmm. nigga you just was hitting me up trying mm-hmm. to get pictures, get pictures yeah. and ask me when I'm coming to Detroit. You oh still trash. And you still want me to participate in this deception. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, so I'm not. So wow. it, if she finds it, she finds it. I'm keeping it up. That so a, put that, niggas that, that's still in the closet in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Deceptive, deceptive closeted motherfucker. Yeah. This might be and the hardest pit. core pit we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Out here naming names and talking about it on an international yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, you still trash, yes. and okay. if you're ashamed of doing something, don't do it. Who sent him that video? I, that's why I want to know. It's I was trying to bitch. weasel him out of it because yeah. when he said, "I said, what video are you talking about?" and he was like, "I don't know," but you talked about this. I said, "Well, mm. send me the whoever sent you the video. Mm-hmm. Tell me who that was and have them send it to you again and screenshot mm-hmm. it for me." What's crazy? <laughs> what's crazy is that for him and the person who sent the video. Mm-hmm. Like you just said that there was like a rapey ass interaction and mm-hmm. everyone is responding to like you kind of like maybe outing him but like no it was a fucking rapey interaction mm-hmm. that yeah. fucking happened mm-hmm. that nobody's paying attention mm-hmm. to no one gives a fuck that and I, maybe in that moment I didn't know what was happening yeah. but I know what that is now and that was some rapey ass shit and you try to take advantage of me and mm-hmm. nobody is championing for me in that way You're, we want me to take it down to protect this rapey ass mm-hmm. motherfucker like it was so rapey nah, y'all go on a pit. Mm-hmm. it was so rapey we, he stopped the car cause we got drove you got to hear the story mm-hmm. we he, we drove into a ditch because he was drunk and he drove oh into gosh. a ditch and we had to dr- get out of the ditch mm-hmm. when we got out we did this celebratory like yes we finally mm-hmm. got out of the ditch and he pinned me up against the back of the car and mm-hmm. was kissing me mm-hmm. so rapey looking that a older black woman comes out of her house with a broom mm-hmm. <laughs> like yes <laughs> That's how rapey yeah, it looks from the like, outside looking But in. it's just wow. crazy that the other pieces about everyone, yeah. you know, the messy piece mm. or whatever yeah. is why they sent the video to him and not. why he's like, can you take that down? Like, mm. oh, oh. It's not about your accent because it's the norm. Yeah, it's the song. Mm-hmm. You're in the pit, yeah. bro. You're in the pit, in the yo. Because you was a razy ass, rapey ass, Fuck deceptive ass. ass, closeted fuck right? boy. Mm-hmm. And fuck that investigative person using their powers for evil. <laughs> I don't use my um, investigative powers for evil. I use them for my own nerd shit and to help my friends. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, person. Jay will find that secret baby. I, I think it was somebody that he used baby. to fuck. I think it was somebody he used to Ooh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Even more so. They feeling oh. some kind of way. What a loser. Yeah, they all going to pit. Yeah. That's a loser. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm not a loser. I'm just a nerd. That's all. <laughs> What's y'all pit? Oh, God. So we um we also have another pit. Yes. 
we are. Well, actually, I'm gonna give them some context yes, as to do. why we're doing the pit. So I came across this tweet, and um, there's a song by a rapper by the name of Nick Grant, um, and he has a song called "Black Woman." It's featuring a woman named Stacy Barth, which I just want to add, she is a um, fat black woman. Mm-hmm. Um, that has nothing to do with it, but I just wanted to shout out. Amazing Black Black writer. Woman. She's an amazing um, writer. Oh. And yeah, so he has a song, Black Woman. It's not really that, to me, not really that deep. It's kind mm-hmm. of like some pseudo, like, Black Woman, I love y'all. Y'all the queens. Y'all be holding us down. Y'all Black raised. Black brother. I <laughs> <love> <laughs> you. Yeah. A version of that. Yeah. <laughs> y'all raised us and, you know, Queen Mother Omadi. You know, one of those kind of songs. So, you know, whatever. And that is not why the pit is here. But anyway, so he goes on TRL and he has an interview with Sway sometime this week. Okay. Uh, last week when you were listening to this and he has this interview with Sway and actually you know what I'm just gonna play the clip let's play the clip so y'all could hear um, this fuck shit okay. um, I like what I'm hearing you got a track uh, it's an amazing track um, in video um, called um, Black Woman Black Woman yeah alright um, why, why did you put <laughs> this out you know because I don't know man you, you alienate a lot of women who aren't black right, 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 <laughs> you right, right. know so uh, but but it was, seemed like it was directed towards misguided youth and women, or, yeah, or was sure. it to talk about that? Um, to touch on what you just said, like love to all women, but this is just an ode to, you know, the women that were in my life, the village of women that raised me and like uh-huh. kind of fed me, clothed me, gave me uh, encouraging words to get me through as a kid because like for me as a youngin, it was like really rough. So yeah. all I had was like women outside of my grandfather who I would go to his house every day and, and listen to those jazz records and get that you know, that manly advice, but for the most part, Monday through Friday was all women, you yeah. know, so I felt like to not make this kind of record for them, I feel like it took too long to make this record. I just felt like they deserved it. They, they deserve it. it. They don't get enough respect and enough attention, so. Yeah, but to the Asian women and Latina women and the Caucasian women and the Swedish women, German, French women, Yeah. Nick Grant love you we too, love right? Them. Man, look we, in the camera, tell we, them, we, where, we look, love right, all right, right, right there, yeah. tell, them, tell them, you know. We love all the women, love to all the women. Okay, yeah. you would you would date outside of just black women? So would I would date you outside? date outside of black women? I mean, love is love. I love who I love, but you know, I relate to <laughs> <laughs> what kind of put me in position. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then get up on that Grant, man. Yeah. I was going. <laughs> it's Way is a bitch <laughs> ass. Nigga, no, I don't. Know. I don't know if he's a bitch ass nigga, but that no, that he is. Some, is. That was some that's some. I love white shit. supremacy type shit right there. That was crazy. Let me put everybody that's not a black yeah. woman on a pedestal. You don't want to show them love. You don't. You. Oh my God, you're alienating, alienating the How dare Asians. You? What? Are you sure? Don't have. Don't have it thought that I was here when you did that. What? I want to make sure. Let me clear my name. We're including everybody else, right? How, How you, dare you? How do you? Was that? All lives matter. All a lives song. matter. Name black woman. The song is named. That's the name of the fucking what song. Because we can't have anything. We can't specific any, specific love to us. We no, can't even we have, have a basic ass hotep kind of we like dedication have, song. Never. We can't even have that. Never. If somebody, if an Asian man had come on talking about <laughs> tiger moms or had come on talking about the specific love of an Asian woman or whatever, he wouldn't have said shit about that. No. Nope. Because no. it's okay like, for that's, everyone. That's dope. That's dope. That's I right. never thought about that. Yeah. It's okay for everyone. Everyone else to have something specific for them because because most pop songs.
songs that are not specifically um, rap or R&B or whatever by a white artist is considered, if it's not a black artist, it's considered to be for white women yes. and white people. Yes. For a certain look, for a certain hair texture, and that texture is, wh- and that look is white, it's European, period. Yeah, exactly. So there's no reason why we can have a song there's no underrepresentation there's not it of these exist. other women <laughs> it nope. doesn't that exist. he mentioned they get love like, all the time exotic like, bitches what we know exotic bitches means non-black presenting bitches yes they no. get love all the time <laughs> all the time there are songs there are albums dedicated to non-black women all the there time. are songs that are specifically about this song is for everybody but yeah. black women. Yeah, but All of he, them. Mm-hmm. it gets worse. It gets worse because he's like, oh, um, would you date women outside? Would you date other women that oh are not black God. women? Do you ask that question to white men? Do you ask no. that question to Latinx men? No. White presenting Latinx men? No. Do you ask that question to Asian men? No. Nope. You don't, no. you don't ever ask no. that fucking question. No. But you're a black man and you get a black man. This is probably the dumbass fucking conversations you have on your own mm-hmm. when you're at the. Well, I don't know if he goes to the barbershop because he never takes that hat off. But Who knows what's going um, on over there? You, <laughs> it's like you call after it's the just our century. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, I don't get why you had to deter the conversation from black women that yeah. much. Mm-hmm. You just had to. Because black people, had to. we as black people, we have to be inclusive of everyone and everything. We're not but nobody got to include us. Ex- no. Right. But exactly. nobody has to include exactly. us. Exactly. And even mm-hmm. more specifically, black women, we definitely can't have nothing. Mm-mm. We can't have nothing. You have a man here who made a song for us because we can't have nothing. nothing. I want to shout y'all out because y'all can't have nothing. Here's it's something. Nothing. And he can't let it even after even after what's his name nick nick explains to him this why? is why i did this song for mm. my mother and for the black women in my life who took care of me and cared about yes. me no matter what as yes. a black man and helped support me as a black man even mm. after that explanation sway is like wait but nah you we also you still be fucking up everybody else right you still <laughs> i understand those gotta black make women. sure you also are down for everybody and he was you can tell he was uncomfortable yes. with his questioning yeah, he, he, was was trying to, yes. he was like i'm trying I'm to send black women yeah. here no, and at the no. same time you put him in the top of spot because you know this is his job yeah. right. like, you know what we gotta do to keep our job yep. and you fucking yep. another black man is looking at him in his face and could kind of make him lose his job if he says the right mm-hmm. the wrong yeah. thing mm-hmm. but he still wants to stick it's to disgusting. what he wants to stick it was to disgusting. like why would you do that to that man like what the fuck is he wrong pulled, with you he pulled a Steve from Django who's that nigga on that <laughs> nag <laughs> and 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 I know it's because Maybe the MC, even though the MTV audience is everybody, mm-hmm. um, I know in his mind he's like, oh, these these white kids in the audience, mm-hmm. is these white kids watching this, mm-hmm. or these other people watching this? Let me make sure that they don't feel alienated. They can watch us. Let me love make each sure other. they can they watch could, us love. They could watch other. us even if we're not loving each other. They could watch us just like we be watching them. We don't fucking watch them. You're not the center. Like, but you know what? Like, what the fuck? But you know what? It's when, fine. When they could just watch us when we're rapping and we're talking about crack and when we're rapping and we calling each other the nigger and shit like that they participate and it's fine ain't nobody yes. worried about ooh, do white people yeah. feel included when i when i do this yeah. when i talk about this very black experience mm-hmm. ain't nobody worried about that and no. and that's fine you know what i'm saying we can also have this moment for black yes. women and that's the thing it's like we're never allowed what you said he took that that centering of us he took that away mm-hmm. you know what yes, i'm saying like we did. can never have something that is for us yeah. this one small scrap and if this was two years ago 
not even two years. If this was six years ago, mm-hmm. I would kind of be like, okay, but we in this whole, yeah. this is post mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come yeah, on. Yeah, you still asking you these still, stupid questions? What? Yes. You still there, bro? That was very white Hollywood sway. Yeah. It was just, and then another, another bitch-ass re- nigga. <laughs> another reason why I wanted to put him in a pit was because we throw people like Charlamagne in a pit so mm-hmm. often for being so violent with black women. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to throw him in a pit because this is just as violent. Yeah. Just, this as is violent. just as violent. Yeah. Just as harmful. Mm-hmm. Just as, Tone like, deaf. you media motherfuckers, like, get that shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You did not have to say any of that shit. Nothing. I don't know why you said that out loud. How, Sway? Keep that to yourself how like how make no fucking sense and as an elder in entertainment right Mm. because you he's an elder in entertainment he's an og entertainer you're not even nick is not nick is you know how you might get starstruck and you just be saying dumb shit who the fuck is nick like (laughs) you knew what you were saying like Mm -hmm. all your consciousness was there you weren't like Mm -hmm. interviewing you've interviewed many of the hip-hop greats right you like Mm mm-hmm just you were yes. just so was conscious and present he, but yes yes presently said he these didn't things. want to alienate white people because yes. he oh. is obsessed and concerned it's with disgusting. white supremacist patriarchal capitalism and the he again supposed to be an elder and supposed to be helping other black youth black entertainers like get through and find their way and just provided a terrible example you have a young black man speaking his truth yes telling you why as basic as it may be yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And his only Sway's only concern was that are we alienating the white audience how right do, now? Yeah, how do they Several times three different times three he different, brought yeah. it back around. Yes, kept to white people. It how do they feel about this song for black women when every white song is for white people and every fucking crack song okay is for black folks? But that it brings it back to like woman. The word woman means white. Yes. Mm. So the fact that he's saying black woman is, is just like whoa, this, whoa! It's rev- it's radical. Yeah, it's, it's radical. hugely radical. And all he did was add the word black mm-hmm. to woman. So like yeah. we have many songs that talk about women and talk about women in these ways and whatever, but because um they just use the word woman mm-hmm. and you know it's okay. They mm-hmm. might you know yeah. these other people still mm-hmm. feel you know whatever, but like just to say black radicalizes it and radicalizes it for someone even like sway who you would think kind of know these things like mm-hmm. all all he did was add the word black yep and sway That's got it. mad uncomfortable as a black man Fucking, he was like malfunction you're gonna say that in front <laughs> of anybody <laughs> so many other White. questions so many other questions that he could have asked and in that moment as i'm watching like nick's confusion at yeah. the, at the mm-hmm. questions yes. and, and at sway's bringing it back around several times and asking him who he fucks and all that shit as i'm watching his confusion i'm like yo welcome to the dark side g it's hard it's mm-hmm. very difficult being a black woman yeah and all you did was mention us and it was like what wow. the fuck yo that's yeah. that's here's a little but peek what into what it's others? like to live like us yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. like word not not even a second we couldn't even have a moment that whole clip is what like a minute and 30 seconds yeah no couldn't even Mm -hmm. have that and i think they showed it after they showed the video Mm -hmm. so like here's the video of all this like black women does he kick a white woman in the head in the video (laughs) no like what what is sway trying to make up for i think it was just for the balance it was too many black women in the video and maybe because they weren't all around a car or right. they weren't yes. um, dressed a certain way and it. all of these things it was, like, it was like yeah they weren't exotic right what the fuck is bantu not doing in a fucking video right. like <laughs> all in that, the video that his mind that his brain exploded and yeah. it was like mm, no 
and yeah. he and he had to like I don't know it was mm. it was it's just crazy. Wow. So sway yeah. you go all up in the pit. <laughs> you a bitch ass <laughs> nigga. I generally appreciate sway, but this is tragic. This is a tragedy. This is extreme. I'm neutral tragic. towards mm-hmm. him because I always find him too neutral. Mm. Um, but that's because I'm like like radical. Like mm. I I don't understand blackness if it's not radical. To mm. be honest, and that's what makes it more offensive because yes. you usually are so neutral, but you were so oh, gung ho. Yeah. Like he kept trying to bring it protect back. White women. And he kept trying to bring it back. We and like protect all and you just women. was on one. Like and he this really? motherfucker got a black wife. Oh, like. Wow. I did, I did Sis, Google for that. Thank you for doing that. Because um, I was curious. I was like, what is he on? What is his problem? I, I, uh, but mm. yeah, he goes All in the pit. And things slave. like that are just as violent as a fucking Charlemagne. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. he's not excused. He's not excused from that. You go in the pit. Mm. You and your raggedy ass hat. <laughs> <laughs> fucking raggedy ass hat. <laughs> mad <laughs> mad lame and shit. I think we did a show. <laughs> Thank you again, Diamond, for hanging out with us. This yes. was Thank lovely. Of course. Please, this is amazing. Please tell our listeners where they can find you, where yes, they can give find us your all, show. The, give everything. us all the information. Everything you Alrighty, want us to know. So you can find me on everywhere social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Diamond, spelled the regular way, and Styles, S-T-Y-L-Z. Mm-hmm. So like, see what zebra mm-hmm. <laughs> um you can find me anywhere on social media under that i host a podcast of course so you can find Marsha's play anywhere on social media or where you listen to podcasts is m-a-r-s-h-a-s-p-l-a-t-e mm-hmm. and yeah that's about it Yay. youtube too everywhere everywhere she was all over the place all over the internet, oh, internet. Get 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 yes as we said earlier if you're listening to this on the tuesday that it drops happy motherfucking juneteenth and mm-hmm. meet us tonight meet us tonight at von three bleaker from 6 to 10 p.m we will be there having our juneteenth after work kickback um, twerking for our ancestors hello yes. we hate you slavery already know, so. we you already know you already know we'll be there for that it's gonna be a good fucking time on you had an event coming up right yeah so i am teaming up with vanessa from the vagistine podcast yes. and we are putting together well actually i'm helping her bring her sex trivia um night to new york city Ooh. and that'll be on july 5th it'll be drinks trivia it'll be at star bar from 6 to 10 so come out drink learn about vaginas learn some things about sex she is a sex educator Mm. it's gonna be a good time and i will have the link in the show notes as well it's a free event it's free show up drink have fun and um, we have sex toys as prizes. It's 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 gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Sounds yeah. dope. Yes. Yeah. I will be at where am I gonna be? WinCon, Women in Comics Con, um, and that is taking place on June thirtieth. So I'll be there, possibly on a panel about media stuff. But either way, I'll fucking be there. I'm gonna put the link to that in the show notes. That's taking place in Brooklyn so come through like i said before if we don't go to the smaller cons then they will not turn into bigger cons yeah so let's make sure that we support that and this is um founded and started by a black woman so support and pay black women that's right um where can they find us you can find us on twitter and instagram our handle is at t with qj for Mm -hmm. some reason i couldn't remember that Mm -hmm. um We are also on Facebook and Tumblr. Just search for T with Queen and J. You can send us T mail. You can do that by going 
by sending it to teawithqueenandj at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Visit our website and give us some donations, teawithqueenandj.com. That's what right. else can they do? What else? Be sure that you are subscribed to yes. us. Subscribe, Duh. follow us. Yeah, wherever you listen <laughs> to this podcast, please be sure that you are subscribed. Please be sure to rate us. Um, that helps other people see us the more ratings we have. Like, yep. pe- people actually look at that and yeah, see, like, do. is anyone else listening to this fucking yeah. podcast? And then it helps, you know, the algorithm and people become more searchable. Right. So that mm-hmm. is another way for you to donate by donate with a rating, donate yeah. with a star or whatever the fuck the service you use mm-hmm. asks you to use. Okay? Yep, yep, yep. Yes. So do all that shit. Is that everything? Yeah, I feel like it is. I don't know. This guest has made me forget everything we do here. Okay. <laughs> we uh, love y'all. The tables have turned. Yeah, they have. Um, they really have. That's funny. Diamond, do you have any hashtags you want to highlight? Um, Hashtag Black Trans Lives Matter. Y'all yes. say that on here all the time, and I love that. That's so special <laughs> yes. to me. Um, hashtag decriminalize sex work mm-hmm. hashtag know your queer history hello mm-hmm. hashtag especially doing pride like, do something. like yeah, mm-hmm. get, get an incentive to like yeah. pick up one book yeah. look at one article yeah. Yeah. hashtag black history is queer history mm-hmm. black history is queer as fuck too mm-hmm Yes. <laughs> okay. I like those. Yeah, I you do good? too. Yes. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs> Smooches. Bye. Hey, what's up? This is a special edition of Marsha's Plate where we review the show Pose on FX. All right. Don't need no cure, baby. Be queer and be proud. That's sweet of love. That's sweet love. That's sweet love. That's sweet love. All right, that is enough of that. (laughs) Y'all got me feeling extra gay up in here, man.